With Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos both crossing the $100 billion net worth in 2020, you might think to yourself, the U.S. has to be the greatest place for rich people of all time. I mean, $100 billion. How many cities don't even have $100 billion of business run through them in a year? And these two individuals are worth over $100 billion each at some points. They were both even worth $200 billion, which, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. However, just because they're rich, I would actually go as far to saying America is a pretty terrible place to try to build wealth. And I'm going to go over a couple of reasons why if you're America and you're trying to really build your net worth, you might want to consider moving somewhere else, honestly. And it's because of this one concept and this one concept only. Social mobility. You know, there's these companies that track what is the social mobility of countries. And in a list, this is literally the Global Social Mobility Index of the G7 countries, the United States is the sixth lowest social mobility country. And G7 is, you know, Canada, Germany, United Kingdom, you know, countries like that. And out of the total countries, United States is the 27th in the index of score of social mobility. Social mobility, of course, is defined as, you know, the ability to move up and improve your social economic outcomes. Now, you may be listening to that and you'll be like, really? But, you know, there's so much people that make an infinite amount of money. I mean, an entry level software engineer job at Facebook or Google is over 150 USD. All these Wall Street bankers making over 150 USD. If you're an entry level lawyer making like 190,000 USD in the top private capital firms, when it comes to high high paying careers, I mean, consultants in all these careers in the States make far more than their peers. However, if you come from a lower middle class family and you don't have relatives that are in these careers and jobs, breaking in or even knowing what university programs to take to get to that path is exponentially harder than it appears especially in the states where, you know, if you're going to a university out of state, it could cost you bands of money and an immense amount of fees and interest. So why, what to do if you're an American and you're trying to build money and become a high value earner? One of the things I might recommend is move to Canada. (laughs) No, honestly, moving to Canada. I think moving to Canada is one of the best things that you can do if you're trying to build wealth. One of the things that really shocked me about Americans is this idea of an emergency fund. The emergency fund is such a foreign concept to Canadians. Now, it's not to say that You know, and just emergency fund defined as, you know, saving a bunch of money for a rainy day. It's not the fact that, you know, 
every other country doesn't have their own emergency fund. But in America, the things that people are saving emergency funds for is things like medical bankruptcies, medical expenses, and legal lawsuits. Like these are the things that people are legit saving money in their savings and cash account for. Where in Canada, I mean, all your major medical expenses are paid for by the government for free. And one of the big things that keeps a lot of people down in the social economic ladder is the fact that you're not a lot of times paying for your own medical expenses. It's the medical expenses of your family. It's the social economic status of your family and paying off, you know, whether it's, you know, your mom's bills or your uncle's bills or your aunt's bills or your sister's surgery or your cousin's surgery. There's a lot of expenses that in Canada are taken by the government or in the States, if you have a middle-class job, you know, you're a CSR at a bank, um, you're paying a lot of that money that you're making to GoFundMes and raising money to help your relatives beat these medical costs. So a lot of times medical bankruptcies within a family devastates the net worth of an immediate family, wherein countries like Canada, that just doesn't happen. Another reason you might want to move to Canada if you're actually trying to build wealth and get into the social mobility ladder. Um, so move up your social mobility. Now, remember, if you're in a high paying job, like you're a lawyer, you're a software engineer, dope. Stay in the States. You're going to make more money than you would any other place in the world, guaranteed. However, if you're, you know, an immigrant, you're living in, you know, the States, you have your family there. Uh, it's hard for you to break in. Everything's super expensive. Um, moving to Canada, honestly, might not be a bad idea, especially when you're first in those middle class jobs. I think the actual tools and products around you to build wealth are much better in Canada. For instance, if you think about a product such as the Roth IRA in the States, right? Roth IRA, great investing vehicle. You can put your after-tax dollars up to between $5,000 and $6,000 per year in your Roth IRA. And any capital gains you have on your stocks, they're not taxed. That is a game changer when it comes to building wealth. Canada has a simple product. Um, It's called the TFSA, which is a tax-free savings account. And in it, you get, similar to the Roth IRA, around $5,000 to $6,000 of extra contribution room every year to put your after-tax dollars there and increase the amount of wealth you get through saving uh, money by not paying capital gains tax on your stocks. It's really, really a great product. However, the added benefit of the TFSA in Canada is the fact that you can put more than $6,000 per year in. Matter of fact, whatever your contribution room is, you can contribute up to that in any year, not just the 6,000. Now, you know, I could have the Roth IRA wrong and maybe there's some way you can contribute more than 6,000. But in Canada, there's a lot of people who have never used their TFSA. Um, 
And they, from the age of 18 till now, or from 2010 till 2021, they have a contribution room now of 60, 70,000. So if they wanted to move their entire savings account, which had like 60,000 in it, to their TFSA, they could do that and earn no tax penalties. And the great thing about that is, if it goes up, if your you know, TFSA goes up from 60,000 to let's say you have a crazy earnings, 120,000, which you know your contribution room is only 60, 70,000 in total, because your TFSA grew to 120,000, your total contribution room grows to 120,000. And with the TFSA, you can withdraw that money at any time and do whatever you want with it. So a lot of people will withdraw money from the TFSA, go and buy a house, and then as their salary job um, increases and they start to get more money, now they'll have $20,000 from their salary job to put in their TFSA. And because they have such an increased contribution room in their TFSA, now those dollars aren't taxed when your stocks go up. It's a really great tool and I believe in Canada, going from the middle class to upper middle class is way easier than in the States. Another reason, I would say this is reason three, so reason one, emergency fund, reason two, TFSA. Um, reason three, I would really contribute to the ease of living where the high paying jobs are. Now in Canada, whether you're talking about living somewhere around Toronto or you know somewhere that's an hour out of Vancouver you know living directly in the cities of course is always super expensive but if you're living like 40 minutes out from a city's core or an hour out from a city's core it's still relatively not that expensive and a quote I'll say not that you know you can rent and stuff like that and there's a lot of jobs and if you're not getting a pay to hide paying job, there's a lot of jobs that play like 60,000, 70,000 that are in towns that are like absolute dirt cheap to live in, like extremely um, cheap to live in. Another thing that I would say is, you know, an advantage of Canada is the fact that the States is right there, is right there. And in this new remote work environment that we're in, just imagine you get one of those high paying 200K USD software engineer jobs where you're getting paid 200K USD and the rent in your Toronto apartment that you're living in is only 1,500 Canadian. All of a sudden you have a 30% appreciation on every single dollar that you make in USD for your Canadian expenses. With the states right there, you have access to the most high paying jobs in a multiple of industries. And you can literally have Canadian expenses. So if you're making 200K USD on your, let's say your uh, your software engineer job, all of a sudden 30% more, you're making around 280 to 300K Canadian on that job. And you have a ton of money to play around with. Now, if this doesn't convince you that America is, you know, not necessarily as great of opportunity to build your wealth as Canada, 
I don't know what will. When it comes to the free health care, obviously, you know, your Canadian taxes are more and your Americans are less. But, you know, realistically, how that offsets in Canada is your whole family, if your whole family is living in Canada, they're all taken care of. You never have to worry about any medical bankruptcies for anyone because that's taken care of. Everyone's not getting sued as much as you're getting sued in the States. So that's taken care of. And the social mobility and the actual capital appreciation tools that they have in Canada to avoid taxes, I think, even make the state's tools look a little suspect. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the Canadians. That <laughs> the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Let me know what do you think. Do you think moving to Canada is a good idea for someone trying to build wealth? Or do you think I'm just talking garbage and uh, America is where it's at? Let me know. It's at Fly Stewie on Twitter and we, Flight Crew, had to take off. Yeah.